It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. CJ Stroud did it again. Just how good are the Texans now? Plus, no Justin Jefferson, no problem for the Vikings, and no defense, no problem for the Lions. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Today's episode brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat over 50 infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. On Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals, the Houston Texans went from a great story to legit AFC playoff contender. They get a 30-27 to 27 win thanks to C.J. Stroud, who gets the game-winning drive. As time expires, they get the field goal to beat the Bengals, who had come all the way back in a game. Houston really dominated for most of the contest. John Hickman from Locked On Texans joined me now. And, and John, this comes on the heels of C.J. Stroud breaking the rookie record mm. for passing a week ago mm. uh, against the Buccaneers in another game oh. that came down to the final minutes. And and he looks like we should be talking about a legit MVP what? candidate yeah. right oh, now. Yeah. An MVP oh, yeah. candidate, John, is what I said. Uh, <laughs> how, how has this team put this kind of run together? Taking advantage of the opportunities. And this isn't, the, you know, the saying, this isn't your grandma's or your granddad's. And they, yeah. this isn't your last year's Texans team. This isn't yeah, your slightly older brother's Texans. It's not that. This is a new energy around this team. This is better players in the locker room, better players on the field, better play calling, better head coaching, better clock management, better QB play. Um, today, better running back play, better wide receiver play, better DB play. Everything right now for the Houston Texans compared to the past couple of seasons is better. Starting from the top all the way down, the energy is different, and they believe, right? I, I think Coming into this offseason, the national need, the national media news was centered around where they didn't get Bryce Young. They drafted an overhyped Ohio State quarterback. He's not going to work out. They believed each every step of the way. And now you're looking at a team over 500 for the first time since Deshaun Watson's year when they went to the playoffs and lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. Opportunity to go on a real playoff run. They got Arizona coming up next, next Sunday at home. The opportunities are there. And when you get better in every position, it's easier to take advantage of those opportunities. Yeah, and they now hold the tiebreaker over the Cincinnati Bengals, who they may be competing for in the AFC for a playoff race. It's it's not hard to look around this team, John, and see guys who were undervalued, underestimated a little bit. CJ Stroud looked like he had a chance to be the number one overall pick. Maybe Frank Reich's pick to be the number one overall pick. He got overruled by management, but... Was not QB1, fell to the Texans. Uh, Tank Dell, 
a player that, you know, a lot of people thought, oh, he's too small. He's been sensational for this team. And it seems like there is this culture with D'Amico Ryans where they're, they're leaning into that. They're saying, look, no one thinks we can do this. Let's go out there and show them every week. How do you think that cultural part is impacting this team right now? Man, you know, Dion said, you look good, you feel good, you feel good, you play good. And I think yep. for Houston, it's a mindset. Never worked for of, me on the golf course, John. <laughs> it's, I think for Houston, it's a mindset right now that we can do it. Now, uh, have they played the most consistent football through this run? No, they haven't. You look at the Carolina Panther game, a game that they easily should have won. The Atlanta Falcons game, a, another one, a game that they easily should have won. But through the course of this run, there's just been a lot of things go right for Houston. But the number one thing has been execution. Uh, in the past, I mean, I can keep going back to the past, and I think that's the right thing to do right now because in the past, the game Houston won today, they would have lost in the second quarter, mm. right? In the past, some of the, the opportunities that went their way today – it would have been an interception, a turnover, not being able to capitalize on a turnover, not being able to pick up a first down, not being able to find the end zone. That would have been an issue in the past. They just – this is just totally different. At times I'm speechless because I've been around this team for the past couple of seasons, covering them since the demise, the Jack Easterby days. And to see this team elevated with some real moves made in, in the offseason, a real identity I think is important too. They just believe that they can go out there and beat any team, and they've been able to do that for the most part. Now you're looking at the schedule. I'm speechless. I, I, I know we're supposed to be talking, having a conversation, but I'm speechless at how good this team has performed the last couple of weeks and how they turned around their season so quickly. Stay up to date all year on the Houston Texans by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Texans on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the Vikings won again with new QB Josh Dobbs, who, remember, just showed up. Before we get to that, the Browns had a really good day after it looked like it was going to be a really bad one. We spend a lot of time talking, you and I. We get fired up together on wins and losses. Who starts and who sits? I'm thankful for that connection. And today I want to chat about something a little more personal. Whether you're on extended travel, bracing for a major weather event, or limited by another supply shortage, you are covered. Thanks to our partners at Jace Medical, life-saving antibiotics and a long list of daily medications can be ordered in a one-year supply right to your door. Even ED generics for Cialis and Viagra. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply of daily medications. Remember to use promo code locked on at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had this to say about Jace. I'm thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to have to cut pills in half. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year's supply. I also ordered an antibiotics kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love, would get peace of mind from having a year's supply of any daily medication, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. And remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your purchase. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Browns put together a stunning comeback win over the Ravens. Cleveland Browns. Victorious. 33-31 in Baltimore over the Ravens. I do remember a post-game show where I said I didn't want to hear any excuses. I knew you were banged up. I knew you were injured. But if you want the rest of the NFL to believe in you, if you want the rest of NFL media to believe in you, you've got to give them a reason. And to go in to Baltimore today, even more so to go down 14-0, 14-3, 17-3, 17-9, And this team just kept fighting and clawing, showing its resiliency, showing its unity. You guys, in the seven seasons I have covered the Cleveland Browns, I have never seen a team, first off, as well talented as this group is. And there's a lot of individual talent on this Cleveland Browns roster. But this team and this roster in no way plays like a bunch of individuals. They are 100% a team. The 49ers got right against the Jaguars. 34-3, Kruk. This is the team that we saw for the first five weeks of the season. This was not close. This was from drive one. Sacks, uh, creating turnovers on defense. 49ers offense operating on a highly efficient level. And the 49ers getting back where they uh, where they were with the, with scoring 30 points a game here. 34 in this one, although they weren't able to sneak Christian McCaffrey into the end zone for the record-breaking uh, run or reception, as it might have been, uh, at the end of that game. And I, I wonder how Doug Peterson took that. I didn't get a chance to see the handshake at midfield after the game, so let me know in the chat what happened there because I can't imagine Doug Peterson liked Kyle, maybe understanding why, but still no, probably not liking it. And I think Kyle Shanahan probably realized later someone's in his headset and said hey Chris McCaffrey can get the record right here he's like oh let me pull 25 put 23 back in the game uh and let's hope he doesn't get hurt but uh wire to wire domination by the 49ers oh boy it was a rough day at the office for the Falcons as they fell to the Cardinals I do I definitely need a break I, I agree with you Tanitra when Desmond Ritter scored and I looked at the clock and I saw two minutes and 33 seconds left I was like Arizona's going to score, you know. The, the question is just how quickly they score. Do they bleed off yeah. all the clock or do yeah. the Falcons get one it more? Is. Um, that was, that was it. Um, and so now I'm at a point where I'm just like, hey, it's a, it's a great time to have a bye week because, uh, you know, I'm, I need a break from this team. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I think everybody kind of needs a break from this team. Just get back you know take a chill you know take a week off and you know enjoy a good football team you know next weekend on sunday uh yeah, sure. wash yeah. whatever the falcons have been these last couple of games out of your mouth uh that ta- that bad taste out of your mouth and you know just get back to enjoying life you know take a walk during the fall you know go to a pumpkin patch you know get that recipe from grandma for thanksgiving whatever you need to do to get your nice little reset go ahead and do it you have my permission And on the hardwood, Zion was no match for Luka. 
for, for the Lockdown Pelicans listeners here, since we're doing this on both channels right now, who looks worse, the Saints or the Pelicans <laughs> today, offensively, defensively, literally everything. Uh, and on the map side, who looks better, the Cowboys or the Mavericks today? <laughs> Look at that synergy. All of the Lockdown Cowboys, Lockdown Saints. <laughs> the Mavs just blow out the Pelicans in this game. The offense opened in the third quarter and just, they never really looked back. No, it was really that third quarter barrage from three. I think they were eight of 13 from three in that quarter that just buried the Pelicans. You know, the Pelicans are on the stuff. 47% from three in this game. It wasn't on the same kind of volume as the Dallas Mavericks. Right, there were, I think, you. 50 attempts for Dallas here. But that's it was interesting because in the first half of that game, right, they weren't like unloading from three. They were making threes. But it was also them just attacking the lane, getting baseline cutters that opened it up in the second half to leave those shooters wide open as the world tried to take that away. Here is another story you need to know. About a month ago, the Minnesota Vikings season seemed to be headed toward the Caleb Williams Drake May sweepstakes. Five wins in a row later, and two quarterbacks, including one who just showed up. The Minnesota Vikings are back in the thick of a playoff race. They beat the Saints on Sunday, 27 to 19. Josh Dobbs, 23 of 34 for 268 and a touchdown and a miraculous performance uh, for a guy who just showed up now longer than he was there last week. Luke Braun from Locked On Vikings joins me now. And, and Luke, last week, okay, you know, Kevin O'Connell is like telling him where to throw it and what to look for. That, the incredible story of what the Vikings did last week. But one could be forgiven for being a little cynical. Okay, it's one week. But now it's two weeks, and they look really good again. How are they doing this? Uh, it's You have to give a lot of credit to Kevin O'Connell just for coaching up Josh Dobbs and uh, the the – quarterback coaching staff as well that's just been with him and in his ear and then his ability to to take it all in as well um he's only been in the building for 12 days but unlike that falcons game which felt very it felt very unsustainable it was it was a lot of well you know the play broke and he kind of scrambled around and and the falcons didn't take a good angle and he got a first down and it's like okay you're not gonna get away with that all day um but this was real quarterbacking he was reading delivering balls with anticipation staying in the pocket and when he did bail out of the pocket it was deliberate right it was okay i've been through this progression i'm now my own check down i'm running um it was that was the way that his scramble touchdown came to be he he went through everything and then said all right i'm running for this uh and you know he's still looking to throw he's not using his legs as a crutch he's using them as a weapon and i think there's a big difference there um and mechanically, he seems to be doing, he seems to have ha good habits that he didn't have in Arizona. So they've coached him up. And how this continues in the next few games, Joshua Dobbs has earned himself a little bit more leash. We'll see how, uh, how long that leash gets when Jaron Hall is healthy again, who they really, really, really like. I don't think it's it's worth forgetting about him. Um, but we'll we'll kind of see how this progresses and how much the Vikings can press with this offense once people get a little tape on it yeah and and they are doing it without justin jefferson uh right. and tj hawkinson was the star in this one 11 catches for a buck 34 and a touchdown and you tweeted out you know facetiously about his value that people were, were saying <laughs> yeah. myself included. P there, there's uh, been know, a narrative how, how in Minnesota. And, he, and he was incredibly valuable in this football game the question is, I think, sustainability for that. Like once, okay, if Justin, when, whenever Justin Jefferson does come back, it becomes easier. But how long can he carry this offense? With Hawkinson, the offense runs through him in ways that sometimes show up in the box score and sometimes they don't. 
but he's always got a key block. He's got, you know, blocking edge rushers one-on-one in pass pro key blocks, you know, pulling out on sweeps, stuff like that. I mean, being the key on a pick play. Um, he has a load bearing role on just about everything the Vikings do. Um, that's it. He was on a pitch count today because he's dealing with a rib injury. So they did have a few drives where he wasn't able to get out there and he still had that kind of day, but that's the kind of thing that Hawkinson has been good for since he got to Minnesota is all right. Nothing else is working, but I guess today's the day that Hawkinson goes for a buck 35 and a score or two. Um, sometimes you just have it there and the, the stuff that they do with him in the middle of the field choices and basics and stuff over the middle of the field, making contested grabs and all that is just what he does. Um, I think people get, a. a, a incredibly critical once you pay a guy then suddenly every single thing that isn't exactly perfect means you shouldn't have paid the guy and i, and I sort of balk at that i think i mean look you you're, you're getting what you paid for with with hawkinson no ifs ands or buts about it stay up to date on the minnesota vikings by subscribing to locked on sports today and locked on vikings on your favorite podcast app and on youtube coming up the lions needed next to no defense to get their seventh win and that's okay. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 back in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options that include spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Hit a teaser last week. Man, that feels good when that comes through. The Bills are expected to coast to a win tonight against the Broncos. FanDuel has Buffalo favored by seven points. I happen to have that bet currently. You can also combine bets for a bigger payout. Same game parlays are a great way to enjoy watching sports. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and do the NFL season right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. The Lions really weren't biting in kneecaps on Sunday afternoon in LA, but the offense was certainly packing a wallop. The end result just proves why Jared Goff is the man you want in charge. As Locked On Lion hosts, Matt Derry points out. Lions win today in, in what was, and let's start, let's start with the positives. All right, Jared Goff is damn good. He is. He makes every throw. He's under control. He's cool, calm, and collected. He leads this team. And when push comes to shove at the end of games, I want the ball in number 16's hands. The Lions ran the ball down the Chargers' throats in the first half to the tune of 177 yards. They ran for, what was it, 23 yards in the second half? That's it. They were forced to throw and go off delivered. 333 yards passing, two touchdowns, wasn't sacked, didn't throw a pick. Passer rating of 122.4, and he stood toe-to-toe today with a guy that's always been in the top 10, in some top fives, in quarterback rankings and Justin Herbert. How can you not come all the way back around on Jared Goff? 
when the Rams decided, well, we have to get someone better, more upside in here to win a Super Bowl. And they did it. Matthew Stafford was that guy, was a clear upgrade. But the Lions wanted Jared Goff for a reason. And he has reinvented himself in Detroit. The button pusher extraordinaire with Ben Johnson cooking up every kind of schematic advantage you could possibly think of. And don't forget, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery, this punishing offensive line. This offensive machine works as smoothly as any in the NFL. And when you look around, the NFC especially, who of these top teams with their quarterbacks would you rather have? Yeah, Kyle Shanahan is the coach in San Francisco, but Brock Purdy is the quarterback. I trust Jared Goff more than Brock Purdy. The Cowboys have one of the most talented teams in the league, but Dak Prescott, I don't know, the next big game he wins against a really good team might be the first big game he wins against a really good team. And the Eagles just haven't looked quite the same this season. So why not Jared Goff and the Lions? Against Justin Herbert, against one of the best quarterbacks in the league, they went blow for blow. And it was Goff that was victorious. And finally, Georgia extended its streak of weeks being top-ranked in the Associated Press Top 25 to 22 on Sunday, giving the Bulldogs the second-longest run at number one in the 87-year history of the college football poll. The Bulldogs received 54 first-place votes after they routed Ole Miss in what was a top-10 matchup. Behind Georgia, the rest of the AP top eight remained unchanged. The Bulldogs have some work to do to make the longest streak of number one. USC spent 33 weeks at number one from 2003 to 2005. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports today, will the Bills get right on Monday night? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.